I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, August 30th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, Jay, it's no secret that fast food has always looked better in commercials than in real life. But a pair of lawsuits against Taco Bell and Burger King suggest that while you can mess with the juiciness of a burger, hungry customers will draw the line at portion size. The suit claims the chains misrepresented the amount of meat in popular items from Whoppers to Crunch Wrap Supremes. We hope they get mouth-watering justice. Jay, do you have any concerns about portion sizes at fast food restaurants? I have lots of concerns about portion sizes at fast food restaurants, but not based on their ads. Like, who's going to buy a Whopper because they thought the amount of meat in the ad was, like, too good to pass up? It just... So silly. We have to be talking about like very small, small differences because it's just a, a burger is a burger in the end. Like it might be a bit thicker on the TV, but it, they come in all different shapes and sizes. Anybody who's with barbecue, I'm a bit of a grill master myself. You would know that the size of bar, the size of burgers differs. It does. And is this a lawsuit here or in the U.S.? Do you know? It's in the U.S. And where do you think it is? It's like, I was going to say, this there. sounds like the most U.S. type lawsuit ever. And the fact that it's around fast food just like doubles down on the Americanness of it. This might be the most American story you've ever had yeah. on the podcast. You combine lawsuits and fast food and you got yourselves the ultimate American story. Throw in an insurrection and it will be the triple whammy. Brett, <laughs> aside from portion size, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, the AI battle for your office. For our second story, beat the high rent with an apartment swap. And for our last story, what's the deal with Alert Ready? For our first story, Google and Microsoft are duking it out to become the provider of AI tools for your office. That sounds like a fight worth watching, Brett. What's going on? So after Microsoft made headlines earlier this year with its co-pilot AI, Google has collapsed back, unveiling a torrent of AI tools directly aimed at large businesses, which included making a souped-up version of its Duet AI assistant widely available to businesses. Duet AI will soon be able to join meetings to take notes, provide recaps if you come late, and even let you skip them entirely, which I'm kind of keen on. Let a bot face scary performance reviews for you, Brett. So Google also unveiled new tools to manage documents and made a suite of tools for Gmail, like one that helps draft long replies available to corporate account holders. It matters because Google and Microsoft's race to win enterprise dollars could change the face of your workday, as their AI battle is a natural extension of the Are You a Gmail, Google Meet Office, or an Outlook Teams Office debate that rages on at workplaces, well, everywhere. And the bottom line is, while Microsoft may have unveiled similar features first, Copilot is still in its trial phase. Per the Wall Street Journal, Google's launch on Tuesday puts it ahead of Microsoft in making AI-powered office software easily available for customers. That is, if employers are willing to shell out the $30 per month per person to access them. That's hefty. For our second story, Montreal is famous for its bagels, poutine, and apartment swaps, I guess. I'm intrigued, Jay. How, does that, how do these apartment swaps work? Well, you had me at bagels. As Montreal's annual rent growth outpaces most of the country, some residents are swapping apartments to lock in leases below market value. Trading leases instead of shopping on the open real estate market is one creative way to keep prices at bay. In July, the city recorded annual rent growth of 15.3%, hitting an average of $1,987. Meanwhile, nationwide, the average asking rent price hit a record high of $2,042. Now, this all matters because the growing secondary market of apartment swapping highlights how skyrocketing rental prices continue to outpace Canadians' earnings. A recent report by the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives showed that rental wages are falling well behind. As of October 2022, 
The wage needed to afford an average-priced apartment without spending more than 30% of your income is $25.97 an hour in Ontario and $16.62 in Quebec. The big picture is prices have escalated to this point because of a supply and demand imbalance in the rental market, a problem that won't be solved with, well, higher earnings. For our third story, the emergency alerts you get on your phone are facing fierce criticism, and not just because they frequently scare the living daylights out of you with that blaring siren noise. Brett, what else could it be? Well, with four months still left on the calendar, a record 993 emergency alerts have been sent this year through Canada's emergency messaging system, Alert Ready. So Jay, how does Alert Ready work anyway? Well, Alert Ready is under the purview of the CRTC, the Federal Telecoms Regulator, which contracts cable company Helmorex to operate the system. Earlier this month, the two renewed their deal for another three years. Under this structure, Pelmorex controls the tech behind the system and trains authorized users like police or fire departments on how to send out alerts. The system is funded by revenues from both the CRTC and Pelmorex, or Pelmorex, both of which make their money largely from the cable TV industry, which notably is in decline, as we all know. And this matters because with alerts on the rise, Alert Ready has been heavily criticized for hiccups. In just the past two months, the system left out vital information in a shelter-in-place alert and suffered a two-hour delay in alerting about a flood that ended up killing four people. In March, the Mass Casualty Commission called for changes to the system, noting how police didn't know how to issue alerts during the 2020 Nova Scotia attacks. The CRTC is well aware of these concerns, but said it was too busy dealing with Bill C-11 to carry out hearings or consultation before renewing the Pelmorex deal. Here's what's next. A CRTC spokesperson told the Globe and Mail a review of the deal will come in, quote unquote, in due course, which sounds like another way of saying not anytime soon, frankly. And in the meantime, please stay alert, no pun intended, and stay safe. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett, and have a great Wednesday, Peak Pals. When you give me